0: hey joey
1: hello mike lawson
0: and hello to everybody listening my name's mike that's joe i live in the san francisco bay area joe lives in la we have been friends for over a decade and each week we just call one another and we catch up
1: yes we do that is what we do mike every week we call one another and catch up we catch up yes
0: uh good to talk to you joey how have you been
1: it's nice to talk to you. I have been um, busy planning my little party for Friday. Good, your birthday's coming up on Friday. Joe's
0: birthday is Fourth of July. It's hard to forget. He kind of doesn't let people forget either.
1: Yeah, so I'm excited because I know you have voicemails to play for me. Go play the first one, Mike.
0: Peep, <laughs> hey Joey. This is a
1: longtime listener, it's Sam. Happy birthday. Oh, Mike, that's so nice. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Okay, that's a good there's, voicemail. There's
0: like a 100 like that. I'll just, um, uh, I'll get them to you. Yeah, okay. Uh, What is our voicemail number? Should we put that here?
1: Oh, yeah, we have a voicemail.
0: If you wanted to give us a call and leave a voicemail, the number's 510-239-7798. Joe offers you all of these, like, jokes, and he does all of this for free. If you wanted to say happy birthday on his birthday, you could do so there, so...
1: And I think it's very thoughtful because there's other shows. You know, like Brian collected voicemails for Curtis. Yeah. And uh, I feel someone else did that too, like um, Mark and Ed or – Sure. Uh-huh. You know, but if Mark and Ed did it, it would be like a whole fucking six-month contest <laughs> for number one caller of birthdays.
0: Yeah. Who left the most, the best no-no – yeah, Squaresville. The no, no. <laughs> Email on the voicemail line. Yeah, exactly.
1: And there's some complicated. Squ- what we're talking about, by the way, the show called the "It's All About Me" podcast, mm-hmm. which is a fine podcast, a great podcast. But they have they're very involved with their fans.
0: They have a like complicated contest. I get to meet them, by the way, in a couple of weeks. They're coming to San Francisco. Oh, they are. Well, I've I've, I've already met them, but I get to hang out with them. I mean,
1: uh, in a couple, wait, when in a couple of
0: weeks? Um, like July. I want to say 19th, maybe.
1: Oh, should I go to San Fr- I'm thinking of going to San Francisco. Should I go that same time? If you
0: want to. Let's talk off air.
1: No, let's talk about it. let's let's work it out right now on the air.
0: How what's new in LA? Like what's going on in your life?
1: Well, um if you bring up diabetes, we might have um a perfect catching up episode because okay. I went to a taco festival. <laughs>
0: So we're each going to play our caricatures. Yeah. So if you okay. go to a
1: diabetes festival, then uh-huh. we are going to be in a, this is like going to be a, your typical prototype catching up episode. Okay. Yeah. LA Weekly um, puts on every year this event called Tacolandia and it and sells pause, out.
0: Pause right there. So before you went, I made a prediction and my prediction was you're going to stand in line for small amounts of food. Was I right? Was it a lot of standing in line?
1: I'm going to tell you something. I have to give Taco Landia this. I got a lot of food. Oh, good. Good. But you know, there's something to... Was it a taco festival that you went to?
0: No, it was a food truck festival.
1: Yeah, okay. Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. Across town, the Los Angeles Times, on the same day, same time, had a food truck festival at the Rose Bowl, and people were pissed. They said they got no food, all the trucks closed, the lines were huge, Taco Landia was well organized. Um, there was a little bit of trouble getting into the event, and I was pissed. But other than that, um, I got food. Uh, the, there were lines, but I was never in line for more than five minutes. Okay. And I got about eight to ten tacos. All of them excellent. The only thing that was there were lines for was the alcohol. Oh. And wow. I'm but they the I'm gonna write to the Taco Landia guy, and I'm gonna say look Taco Landia. You should have a separate vendor selling just bottles of water cuz you had to stand in the same line for like water. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to say like, yeah. I'm going to say, "Hey, have a separate vendor for bottles of water." Thank you. But um yeah, I had talk I went with Richard and we took um, the subway system to the it stopped right in front of the taco place. And so we we went and of course, and I say this every fucking week and I'm going to say it again, Remind me next time not to go places with Richard.
0: Okay. <laughs> did he want to leave like early? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I was like, no. He goes, well, I'm going to leave by myself because I came on a subway. And I was like, all right, bye. But luckily we were pretty much done within 20 minutes. But what?
0: So wait, did you leave with him then? I don't understand. I did leave with him. I left oh, okay. with him,
1: but he was already like, I want to go. I'm done. I've had enough tacos. It's hot. It's hot. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, okay. Um,
1: do you have any questions about Taco Landia? Would you like to know about some of the tacos I had? Like,
0: how many ways can you really do a taco?
1: Oh, I am going to start a whole taco podcast.
0: Okay. What's it going to be called? Nothing but Twinks?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: that would be great. Nothing but Twinks, and all you do is talk about tacos.
1: What some would call tacos. That's the name of my podcast.
0: Available at what some will call lies.com.
1: Yeah. At the end, the guy's going to go, the little kid's going to go, I like to eat pizza. It's still going to say that. And I'm not going to change the tacos. That's a good idea. Yeah. So we had these tacos. I met up with my friend Brenda and her boyfriend Dan. And Dan works for the mayor of Los Angeles. So I kept asking him all these mayor questions. Which, of course, um, they I could tell Richard and Brenda were like, ugh, stop. With the mayor." I know. And I was like, I was interested in being the mayor of Los Angeles. I'm sorry. By the way, I learned nothing.
0: I'm sick, so you're going to hear me, like, sniffling and coughing in the background. Hopefully Joe's smart enough to edit some of them out, but...
1: But why, so, uh, why are sorry. you... I love how I just got in trouble in the future. But um, why? you're still sick, huh?
0: Yeah, I've been sick for, like, almost a week now.
1: Uh, lingering um, cold?
0: Yeah, I feel amazingly better though mm-hmm. um i just am coughing stuff up and uh my nose is runny a little bit still mm-hmm. so um i tried to take it really easy this week it was gay pride here in san francisco so like i went out friday night and then saturday
1: by I... the way by the way uh i happened to listen to an episode of this show called what someone call lies mm-hmm. uh one called peaches oh
0: huh i just put that one out yeah Available at com.
1: I'm going to call you out in one of your lies. What? You were like, I'm, I'm, uh, 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 what do you call those people who like to stay inside? I'm an Intro- introvert. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Does anybody follow this guy on Facebook or Instagram? You are more places. No. You're like fucking Indiana Jones in Raiders of the Lost. I want to see like just a little line going around I'm the going- Bay Area of all the places you go.
0: I'm glad that you say that, though. I've somebody explained it to this, explained it to me this way, and I think it's really accurate. Introverted doesn't mean you don't like people; it just means that your batteries are recharged when you're alone. So, like, I like to go out. It just takes a lot of effort for me to be around people, and when I'm home, I get recharged. So I need That's that. That's everybody, alone time. Mike. That's everybody. No, everybody ex- gets recharged. No. there's there's extroverted people who get recharged when they are with people. They also like their alone time, but they. They it helps them to be around other people, and I'm just the opposite.
1: I don't know it when you're
0: alone. It doesn't mean that I'm that I'm that I dislike being around people, or I never go out.
1: Bitch, you were out. You were like a fucking walking San Francisco slash Oakland uh, city guide.
0: <laughs> so Saturday, I went to uh, Dolores Park uh, in San Francisco, mm-hmm. which is um, there's an area of the park called the Gay Beach. And it was just a sea of people, and
1: I was. Which is I, most introverts will do that; they'll seek out a park where there's a sea of yeah, people.
0: I I don't really. I'm not gonna fall into that because I really do feel like I I need alone time, um, but I do like being around people. So I'm in uh, Dolores Park, and I'm kind of sober, so I'm not drinking, and um, it's just like a great place to like. Just relax and, like, be around a lot of people. My friend Alan was waiting for two of his friends to join us. And it was probably, like, ten of us in our little group. And um, we're waiting for these two guys named Mark and Mark. They're boyfriends with the same name. Which, by the way, Joe, would you ever date somebody named Joe? Would that be weird? No,
1: because people named Joe are (laughs) always the grossest people. I've never met a hot Joe.
0: (laughs) Yes, there's hot Joes.
1: Joe Arpaio. Sheriff Joe, horrible. Uh, I
0: would, yeah.
1: Gross. Nate give me a hot Joe.
0: Um, Joe Namath. Is not he hot. No. I don't. I actually know what he looks like. I know that there's hot Joes. Name one. Joseph. That's like such a Mormon boy name. Joe
1: Joseph is such a Filipino guy name.
0: Oh yeah. I'll, I'll get back to you on that. But God, anyway, you didn't fucking. You're
1: such a dick. What?
0: You were supposed to say me oh
1: yeah <laughs> so mike name same other, name some hot joes name one hot joe
0: mm, can't think of one mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but anyway we're sitting here waiting for mark and mark right and i'm people watching and making snarky comments about some things and like people walk by and talk to you and it's just like a really good time and at one point there's these two guys walking towards us and I lean over and I'm like, Ugh, Laurel and Hardy need to put their shirts on, right? <gasps> and then Alan's like, hey, Mark, Mark, we're right here. No. So I made a snarky. Well, they're like, I don't know, Mark and Mark. For some reason, I thought that since their names were the same, they would also look alike.
1: Well, it also but... something like you're saying Marky Mark, who had an amazing body when he was young. Oh,
0: yeah, he did. He still, still has a. Yeah, it's he's good. I, I would take it. But um, so um, he's like, Mark, Mark. And then he leans you over. You would and he's take like, it from Marky Mark? And he, uh, Alan leans over and he's like, be nice. And they were the nicest people ever and it was fine. But like, I just was making a snarky comment thinking that Mark and Mark would look alike, but they couldn't have been more opposite. It was like tall and lanky and then short and stubby. That's so, really interesting.
1: Let me, let me ask you this question Would you take it from Marky Mark? Um, uh, probably not. No. And now where, where now were Mark now we Marky Mark. Um, I'm sorry. Well, I'm I'm saying in Spanish. Mark e Mark. Yeah. Were Mark e Mark. Um, th- were they nice to you? Did you like? Oh them?
0: yeah yeah yeah. They were nice. I was nice to them. Everything was nice. Mm-hmm. The whole crowd. Everybody was just like wonderful. There wasn't
1: one like. Were mean you like? And awful no, but seriously, guys, put your shirts on.
0: <laughs> in my head, maybe. But then. Being sober at Pride was kind of an interesting experience i've um this is the like most sober I've been uh, at a Pride celebration, so uh I left fairly early and just um I had a good time, but it wasn't like the one of those days that will you know be a story I tell later on a podcast <laughs> which I just did. Uh, But San Francisco pride versus other prides too. San Francisco is like the entire city is on fire versus like L.A. pride or Long Beach, even worse. It's like a fenced in area. You have to wait in line and get a wristband to get into. I hate that. San Francisco pride. There's no I mean, there are parties that are like pay for entry and it's like in a specific area. But for the most part, the whole city is just a pride celebration. They should call it shame. Every every, (laughs) everywhere is just like fun.
1: Um, so it was good. What did you find specifically fun about it? What do you do for fun?
0: Well, I think that, I mean, there's something like, it's very similar to how I feel at a gay bar. Like there are like some skeezy sort of like people cruising and like whatever, but there's did you get cruised? Yeah, of course. (gasps) You got cruised? Yeah, a little bit. Everyone gets cruised always. But like, there's always like that creepy guy who's like standing by the porta potty and you walk by and he's like bites his lip and looks at you. Like that sort of thing. But the for the most part, it's like people having fun and you see like guys that you would probably see on the street and you're like, I wonder if he's gay, but like they're out and they're wearing their like pride t shirt or holding their boyfriend's hand or it just feels happy and accepting and loving and then you see like straight people holding their hands walking and just enjoying it and like everybody is there and everybody's having fun
1: and it's Did like, you bump into anybody you know while you're at Pride? Um, not
0: exactly. I mean, not unintentionally. No. Mm. If that makes sense.
1: So you you planned it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like I knew that they would be in the area and we kind of were texting and then we ended up running it. But I didn't stay very long. I kind of I didn't. Well, want of course, to...
1: you're an introvert. You need to recharge your battery. Yeah. Thank you.
0: And I was also not drinking and I was like, why weren't uh... you drinking, by the way? Because I'm not feeling – I'm still kind of recovering with this cold thing. So I didn't want to, like, overdo it because I'm flying to Orlando tomorrow. So,
1: Oh, Orlando's
0: tomorrow. So I want to be better because I don't want to – also, like, can you imagine being hungover, sick, and flying? Ugh. Ugh. Horrible. So what else in L.A.?
1: I was uh, speaking last night to a friend of the show, Cameron, who, by the way, doesn't listen. I don't know why I said that. And a former student Cameron, we were just talking and he was asking me about my days when I used to do stand-up comedy. And so in talking to him, I was like, oh, you know, this and that. And uh, I remembered that a comedy club by my parents' house has an open mic night. And it was happening that night. So I said, you know what? I'm going to go to the open mic night. And so on a whim... I went to the open mic night, and I did stand-up comedy for the first time in about um, a few years. Uh, Here's what's funny is I showed up. I had to be kind of a dick. I I showed up, and I just thought, like, how how many people out here are doing stand-up comedy? The the list is going to be super empty. I'll be in and out in 15 minutes. Um, I show up and go where's the list and uh, one of the comics goes it's full you can't get in oh and I was like fuck I drove all the way fucking out here for nothing this is stupid so I go well where's the host and there's this guy named Jay who I may or may not put this in the show pretty hot actually not gonna lie so anyway uh I go to Jay, and now I happen to know that my friend Shannon knows Jay, right, really well. So, I go, uh, hey, I know uh, Shannon Gettens. And he goes, oh, yeah? Anyway, the list is full. Um, I don't think you will be able to get up tonight, right? Uh-huh. So, I text Shannon. And I go, uh, hey, Jay says the list is full. And she goes, oh, too bad. And I can you text him? And she goes, I don't have his number. Ew. I know. Right. (laughs) And I go, because they work together. I go, Uh oh, you can't. So I go, let me get this straight. You can't. You don't have his number. And you can't call somebody to get his number. And I I could. She didn't say anything. But I could just hear her eyes roll in the back of her head. And by the way, she's up north right now. So even all the way from the Bay Area, I could hear her eyes rolling in the back of her head. I just
0: don't understand, Joey, though. If the shoe was on the other foot and you were in Shannon's position, you would be like, how's it my position? Your voice would be so high. You would be like, and then she texts me and she said that I should text him and that I was supposed to go out of my way. You would not do that for No, I would have totally done do it. No, I constantly
1: her. do that for people. I'm constantly helping people. That's not true. I am constantly helping people with these things. One. Two, she did it. And she texted him, and I got in the show. How was it? It was fine. It was it was one of these things where, you know, it is um, a small – it's an open mic night in a very small club far away from L.A. So it was a very small pond. Mm-hmm. And so I went in. I have experience. And so I was the best one there. And I'm not even saying I wasn't even good. I haven't done it in a few years. I was rusty. But it's also – Mike, oh, I'm sorry. Can we please talk about this? It's full of crazy people.
0: What do you mean? Like drunks?
1: No. Actual crazy people, like doing stand-up comedy. And do we need to talk about how one of the guys... Well, I don't want to tip my hand here. I get off stage, and a guy who had gone before me comes up to me. Let me just tell you this. He is probably in his late 60s, grossly overweight, and wearing suspenders outside of his shirt. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. So he stole your your. your no, because I wore
1: them under my shirt. I don't wear them anymore, <laughs> by the way. I'm done with the suspenders. <laughs> I wore suspenders for a little bit, and I'm done with it. I'm done with suspenders. But he um, comes up to me and hands me his card, and he goes, "Uh, my name's Spanky," <laughs> and I'm gonna take a picture of the card. I'll put it on the Facebook page.
0: We'll he... blur out his number or something,
1: though. Oh yeah, okay, that's a good idea. I'll block out his number. Um he used to make uh porn films <gasps> and own a porn store? Okay. I will say I'll say this.
0: Wait, he what did he give you his card for? Like he's like call me, I want to have dinner or
1: No, was it he was like... you should contact me. We should be friends cuz um I have a stable of boys and call them, I call them Spanky's boys. What? I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to tell you something. He was sitting with this guy who was smoking hot, and I was like, "What the fuck? Why is this smoking hot guy?" Next, this guy. Well, now I know he's one of Spanky's boys.
0: He has a stable of boys. I don't like. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Like I don't a know. group of boys. He just like. I don't know. Saying, he
1: didn't say. Because then I got interrupted. I got interrupted by somebody. Um, they wanted to talk to me, and uh, he got, yeah. But he gave me his business card. He has a stable of boys. What am I gonna do with that information?
0: You're gonna call him, and you're gonna ride one of his somebody from his stable
1: no you know I would never ever ever pay for sex ever oh you think he pays for it Mike this guy he looks like Charles Durning I don't know who that is please look up Charles Durning
0: oh I know Charles Durning oh he's that old
1: yes oh yes and his whole act I saw his act was about how he used to make porn, and he tried to fly around the country with all his dildos.
0: Yeah. Boring.
1: Yeah. But uh, anyway, so anyway, I did my stand-up. Spanky wants me somehow to be involved with this stable of boys. I don't know to what extent. Uh, cut to, I'm one of the boys. <laughs> we call this one Chubbs. <laughs> um, At least cool. somebody thinks that Joe is hot. <laughs>
0: What's going on in L.A.? Any news stories you want to talk about?
1: Okay, here. Oh, um, well, you've heard the joke, Mike, about Whole Foods. Some people call it Whole Paycheck. Yeah. Well, now uh, it's starting to be proven that it's true. It was uh, Whole Foods has just been fined eight hundred thousand dollars in penalties for basically cheating its customers, overcharging its customers. Whoa. They did an investigation. They did it in a number of ways. One of the ways is, um, you know when you go get at that stupid salad bar? Yeah. The overpriced salad bar? Yeah. And then- so
0: this isn't like they just overpriced stuff. This is like they the price didn't match what they charged you. Is Close. Right? It's
1: actually a little complicated, yeah. One of the ways was when you'd go to the salad bar and you'd fill up your little tray or whatever with your salad, you took it to get weighed, they would include the weight of the container Okay, you know, one, mm-hmm. two, uh, they would say things were like, "Here's a pound of broccoli, and it's ten dollars," you know, but it was not really a pound of broccoli; it weighed less. Fuck Whole Foods. Or they would do other. It was they all of the charges are very similar to that.
0: Yeah, we've talked in the past. I went to Whole Foods to get like, I I'm not even joking. I wanted to like make quesadillas, and I left spending like sixty bucks. Yeah, uh-huh. no,
1: Whole Foods is horrible. And this is the thing that the liberals struggle with. I love liberals. I, I, by the way, I'm on the left, too. But what I mean is, like, you're, like, I'm talking about when I say liberals to me, and I'm sure there's an equivalent in the Bay Area. In fact, I know for a fact. But, like, these, like, West Side, West L.A. liberals who just blindly do things because it fits some sort of um, mold that they're fitting. Yeah. And, um... They just go to Whole Foods, despite the fact that the guy who owns, who runs, CEO, started Whole Foods, is like a super right-wing, George W. Bush-loving Republican.
0: Yeah. He does take care of his employees, though, right? I think that – I mean, they don't – they allow them to unionize. They don't, though. Um, and I I, I think that they are kind of known for being a great place to work.
1: It may be a great place to work, but I'm sure that – the, got,
0: They got enough money to pay them because they I do know. these – Shady things like that. I know,
1: but um, but I think they but now they yeah they're now doing shady shit. You know that you just hit on the uh, you just hit on an interesting point. Did you hear about that book about the Coke brothers? Um, I can't remember, Citizen Coke, I think is what it's called, or something like that, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, one of the things you learn in the Coke Koch, the Coke Koch brothers are actually socially liberal.
0: Sure, but they need to protect their money, so they yeah
1: they do horrible, they're awful, evil in money ways. But I guess they're pro gay marriage. And um, pro abortion rights, and I didn't. That was shocking to me. I thought they would be like a whole kit and caboodle right wing. Yeah, interesting. Uh, So anyway, so do you do you shop regularly at Whole Foods? No,
0: I only go in there if I absolutely have to. Um, I'm actually I'm very blessed. There's a market here called Berkeley Bowl which is um, Berkeley-owned and operated, and uh, they have, like, very cheap produce. They basically offer everything that I could get at a Whole Foods, but they offer it at a great price, and it's closer to my house. So um, there you go.
1: Um, let me ask you this question. Oh, no, no, I wasn't asking you a question. I'm going to tell you a story. I have this cousin. His name is Richard. He's a week younger than me, and he's gay. Yeah. He moved from West L.A., where literally the Whole Foods are like Starbucks in West L.A. It's a joke. There's, like, a Whole Foods and, then like, two blocks later, another Whole Foods. To East L.A., where there are zero Whole Foods. Zero. Like, the, the mm-hmm. closest Whole Foods to him is, like, 20 miles away. Okay? He drives to West L.A. just to go to Whole Foods? Sure. He's one of the people that buys into the Whole Foods fucking bullshit that i don't buy into. do
0: there are some things that at whole foods that you cannot find at your local safeway or kroger grocery store whatever you know is near you um and i get that but i don't know i feel like i it's hard for me to really say right now because i'm so blessed with the berkeley bowl being close moving on uh joey yes um, you sent me this article, so you already know it, but San Francisco's, oh, San Francisco's cracking down on this monkey parking mobile app. So oh, using an iPhone yeah. application, it's basically allows you to auction off your street parking space to someone who's circling the block that might want to park there. Okay. Uh, City of San Francisco saying, however, that it is actually illegal. They're saying it's illegal because you can't engage in any commercial activity on city streets without permission from the city. So if you're going to sell anything on the city street, it has to be um, licensed by the city. So um, it's interesting because you're not actually selling the, the, the parking spot. You're selling the information that you are leaving a parking spot. So... Uh, this kind of is coming at the same time when the city of San Francisco is getting stricter on rules for Lyft and Uber drivers, and I think that it's kind of like a the traditional way of thinking that's kind of hitting up against this newer way of doing things, like iPhone apps making life in this city easier. Um, we've talked in the past about apps that allow people to sell food so they can make a big batch of food and then uh, jump on the app and sell it to their neighbors at a price, and that kind of... Uh, got people going crazy because it's hard to follow um, or there's no law that kind of requires those people to, you know, be up to health code and that sort of thing. So I was curious what your thought. Do you like the idea that someone could auction off a parking spot? If you're desperate and you're like, I have to get to this thing. I need a parking spot. I would pay 20 extra bucks to park right now. What do you think?
1: That's a really good point, Mike. Uh, Let me take your question here. So... Here's the thing, I think this is a tricky situation because I think San Francisco. I, I this is what I think. I don't think what these people are doing is technically illegal. I think San Francisco is trying to do something because it, what I will agree with. It's fucking disgusting and gross. Yeah. Did that make sense? Like, yeah. Yeah, it's not illegal, and I think San Francisco is just trying to find some loophole to find a way to shut it down. Mm-hmm. But it's it's gross and elitist to me, because now you're cutting out people, hardworking people who blue-collar people who are driving around the city trying to park. Maybe they're trying to park to help their mother, or park who knows what, right? And now, and because they don't have the money for a smartphone, or even if they have a smartphone, they don't have... This is what it is. For a person my age, Mm-hmm. I am actually more technically, technologically aware than a lot of people my age, right? Okay, you know, because I yeah, read yeah. a lot of blogs and whatnot. Like but for this sort of tilts things to people who are like who happen to know about this app, and it's just sort of the elitists or the elite, the technically, the technologically elite of this country who happen to a have access to this app and know about it, and b have the money to pay for it. And yeah. it's just gross. I mean, the one thing, you know, you expect when you drive through a city is the one, I wouldn't say democratic thing, but it's everybody's equals trying to get a fucking parking spot.
0: Mm-hmm. I and understand so I just that. think it's
1: gross. I just think it's, ugh. I mean, like, yeah, it's not illegal, but it's gross.
0: I don't know that it's really that elitist. I think, especially in the city of San Francisco, like, it's very common for pretty much everybody to have a smartphone, for starters, um, I know that not everyone does, but...
1: I'm not I talking about specifically that, that part, but... Like, but even
0: the money, like, if I am paying $5 for a parking spot, I also have this app so I can sell the parking spot when I leave. So it's, it's almost a wash there. It's not that I'm, you know, I mean... It's weird. If I it was the
1: parking that. spot in front of your house, I wouldn't have a problem. But for some reason, they... Because... It... it it's weird because what it's it's basically promoting is a bunch of people who are now gonna take up parking spots just to squat there, and sell yeah. it.
0: Yeah, there's certainly that you could arrive early enough in a busy area because you know, you know I could start selling this parking spot for twenty and then ride that twenty out for a while while I buy spots for five and then. I I know what you're saying. Um, it really is interesting though. Like I think that San Francisco is very. Um. There's a lot of like fast moving tech kind of industry folks up here. So things like this hit here sooner than a lot of places in, in the world. So like Uber and Lyft stuff um, has been coming into the news a lot lately. Also vacation rentals through Airbnb um, have the cities trying to do things about that. And then these tech firms illegally using the public bus stops. I don't know if you saw that story or not. Uh, but that's been in the news a lot too. So, like, I just don't know that our city is moving fast enough to kind of deal with these things. And it's it's interesting to watch for me. I
1: don't I, I don't care about that stuff. What I care about is the point is is you are. Um, I'm all for cap. I'm a huge capitalist actually. I believe a lot in capitalism, and often if you hear my point of view, it's always very pro capitalism or fuck it, you know, strongest win or whatever. But in this case, it's people who are monetizing uh, areas for the public good. Like if I went to like a park and just sat in a park and said, "I'm gonna sell my part in the parking in the park." Well, it's not. It's the park belongs to the public. You can't sell it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't know. This gross. It's gross.
0: Well, one of the huge criticisms is that it is encouraging people to use their mobile device while they're driving. So that's kind of a. I'm gonna
1: go to this guy's house. I'm gonna change all the locks. And then I'm going to charge him to change the locks back.
0: Right. <laughs> so, like, if if I had a parking spot at my house, like on my private property, you would be cool with me yeah, selling yeah, yeah, that on yeah. Craigslist. Yeah, yeah. Parking be- my spot for 20 bucks. Yeah, an hour. Yeah,
1: because um, I was just talking to – we were talking about the East L.A. Parade, and Richard lives in East L.A. My cousin Richard lives in East L.A., and we were talking about the old days of the East L.A. Parade. My mom was remembering when she was growing up. Oh no no! When she was young, and her uh, neighbor would sell the parking spaces in his yard for the parade, if you sure. want to go to the parade, well that makes sense. Um, but you can't you can't uh, sell the spots on the public street. Just like you know, um, my mom I remember one day was really 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 upset because the neighbor across the street was parking on the on the street in front of my parents' house. Does that make sense?
0: No say it again?
1: Okay, it's hard to explain. Her neighbor across the street was parking his car on the street, but the on on the sidewalk directly in front of my parents' house. Oh, gotcha. Okay, he was parking across the street from his house. Across the street from his own house, right in front of my parents' house. Yeah. And he would leave every day, but he was parking it there when he got home. My mom was so mad. And I was like She's like, I'm going to go tell him something. I'm all, This is a public – anybody could park there. You don't yeah. own the street. And well, it's, it's like
0: my here. angry neighbor that was like, you parked in my parking spot and like would leave notes on my car.
1: You know what we're bringing up is there's a possibility with people doing that, people um, holding spots for ransom. Someone could actually do that in front of your house and then say, well, you have to pay me this money. Um, yeah. Or you I won't move. Yeah. Hmm. Thank you.
0: I don't know. I think – monetizing public property is kind of weird but um yeah what else in la what else is what's the tea
1: okay this is i love this story i wish the news would cover this story not twenty four. i want to update every day you're not going to believe this story when you hear it a nanny a living nanny is refusing to leave the house <laughs> okay Uh, Her name is Diane Stratton. She was hired by the Monte family in Upland, California. Mm -hmm. And they said they hired her in March. And they said for the first few weeks, she was great. She was helping the mom. And she'd help with the three kids and go places with them and help out. But then after like three or four weeks, she stopped leaving her room. She'd only come out for meals. And she just stopped working. So the family complained. And they kept trying to give her chances. She, finally, she said she was going to move out after uh, a month, uh, a month after June sixth. So July sixth, she was going to move out. And so when the family presented her with papers to confirm this, she got really upset, invoked something called Nanny's Law.
0: That's and, a real thing.
1: No, she made it up, and oh. gave these list of demands. Said she's not going to leave, right? And one of the demands being that the family has to be out of the house from 8 a.m. to like 5 p.m. What? Right? And so the they you know the, they called the police and the police were like, we can't do anything. She's in your home.
0: Well, she's like a resident. Yeah. Kind of. They let her move in. So she does have like residence rights. Yeah. Which so they, sucks, but.
1: Now they're trying to evict her, but they have to go through like a months long process to evict her. Meanwhile, this woman's living in their home. That's
0: ridiculous. I think I when you started the story, I kind of already heard part of it. So like um I I, I don't know. What like what could you what are their other options though?
1: They'd have to let, she she comes and goes. I guess the other day I saw a news story that she was camped outside the the nanny. Was camped outside of the police station in Upland for 4 hours cuz she said a man was following her and so the police went outside and it was a photographer. And he's like, well, it's a photo- he's allowed to take your picture. So she hid under a blanket in her car for four hours. Mm. She's a crazy person. Then they did some more investigation to her, and I guess she's filed like numerous lawsuits. And it's just up to shady shit.
0: This is one of those things like the the law for tenants exists for reasons, right? And we want to protect people. You don't want a landlord today to say you have to leave tomorrow. And I get like why it's there, but. It also protects crazy, right? Yes. So, um, I think it's funny. There was um, I the article I read said something like they chained up the refrigerator. Yeah,
1: the the mom chained up the refrigerator because <laughs> she's like, "Well, the bitch's not gonna eat my food while she's here." <laughs> oh my god! But I think it's ballsy to like she comes, she leaves, and then she has to come back, and they they must interact with each other. One of the news channels was there. When the husband served the nanny with papers, uh-huh. and so you get to see her, but it's just—it's almost creepy. I'm almost afraid of her.
0: I've seen pictures of her. She's kind of like a just a generic old white
1: lady, but she, she looks like someone who would be a fan of what someone would call lies.
0: What someone called liescom Go on. Um, I don't, I don't, I disagree with you, but um, I don't know,
1: I. Like, couldn't
0: you make her life a living hell?
1: Like, well, wouldn't you? Why would you want to live? So, like, she's obviously was. Well, she's crazy. She's like, does she think she's gonna win? Yeah, no. They're just no going. Way. They're just going through some formal process to get her out. Wouldn't she want to get out as soon as possible?
0: Yeah, seriously. I don't. I don't know. And now she's unemployed, right? So, like, I don't know. It's just a all around weird situation. And I think she's just mentally ill. Like I don't think like you and I are sitting here thinking like don't you think she has logic don't you think she has like reason and she doesn't want like to be uncomfortable I actually think none of those things apply because she's nuts she's just nuts and they have a kid right so there's a kid oh in they this have whole like three kids too? yeah this
1: is weird this whole thing is weird Mike speaking of by the way can I stay at your place uh, when I go <laughs> and I um, lock myself in the room and I like residence rights. <laughs> like I refuse to leave squatters rights.
0: So Joey, uh, this is a Californian law that they signed into law bas- uh, last January. And then uh, the governor just repealed it uh, last week. But basically it was called the uh, California glove law, which basically um, made it. So f- anyone who handles food in the state of California had to wear a pair of gloves while they did so. And people were upset, specifically like bartenders were upset. Cause, like, imagine every time a bartender pours you a drink, they had to wear rubber gloves. Um, so, and, and chefs, and there's just like a lot of people that work with food that don't wear gloves traditionally. Um, like, can you also imagine like a top level chef at like a fine dining establishment? Well, I think sushi chefs are
1: really upset about it.
0: Yeah. It's just, a, it's weird. Um, and it doesn't solve a problem that like this hadn't become a problem. It wasn't like there was so much illness that was stemming from bare hands touching food. Um, and and like I live in a city where we just banned plastic bags, but now uh, they have to wear disposable one use gloves while they're making food and change it. They're supposed to change it and wash their hands between every
1: person's food. Um, but, Um, here's my question for you and you may or may not know the answer but this was not a a proposition this was a law that was passed by the legislature correct yes correct which means that jerry brown signed it to begin with
0: yeah and then there was so much outrage that he then signed ab2130 on saturday that put an end to the law that would have made gloves mandatory so um it's bizarre but I also think, and correct me, if have you ever worked in a job where you had to wear gloves?
1: Yes. For a while, I was a Michael Jackson impersonator. <laughs>
0: um, so I think, and I, I mean, I don't know. I've never really had a job where I had to wear them consistently. I've like worked at a food bank or a, a soup kitchen where I had to wear them um, like volunteer work. I feel like when I'm wearing gloves, I wash my hands less. Like part of the reason I wash hands is it's like in a personal incentive to me. Like I don't want to get sick. So when I'm wearing hands, I could like be touching all kinds of shit. And then I was like, take the gloves off. I'm done. Um, but I feel by, like, By the way,
1: why do you think that you're wearing gloves that you're any less, uh, like you have less bacteria on you?
0: Well, the bacteria is on the gloves yeah. and then I take the gloves off, throw them away and wash. Right. So I feel like, Part of the incentive to wash my hands so much is like I touched something gross. I was like, let's wash that off me. Get it off of me and then continue.
1: Yeah. I I, yeah. I, think, it's, I, I think it's a dumb law. I'm glad they repealed it.
0: Yeah. Good.
1: Thanks a lot, well, Obamacare.
0: Thanks, Obama. What else in L.A.? Do you have anything else that happened in L.A. you want to talk about?
1: You know what? I didn't read this news story all the way. I do want to do it though, because I I might just read the headline. Let me read the. He- I loved the headline. Okay. I loved the headline. Uh, the headline is this. Um, it is a picture of this like it looks like an old chola, but whatever. Beautician to the stars wanted white supremacists to murder her double minority Mexican <laughs> Mexican gay rival. What? Well, I got lost. Okay. So I'm gonna read from the story. I'm learning right now. So basically, what it are saying is she ran a, a salon in West Hollywood, and I guess Nicki Minaj used to go there, and Alicia Silverstone. <sighs> I have problems with both those people on many levels, but basically, um, her the a woman's name is Don Delo, not Dom Deloise not the comedian, Don Deloise
0: <laughs> What a horrible name! That's so horrible.
1: <laughs> Had um. <laughs> <laughs> she contacted this man because she wanted to hire a white supremacist group to kill her beautician rival, Gabriel Suarez. Okay. I guess she was arrested back in March for the solicitation of the murder, and she sought the white prese- super- oh, I can't talk. She sought the white supremacist because Suarez was a double minority, a Mexican gay. Which that's oh. me.
0: <laughs> She's double infected. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I guess he had just opened a beauty salon in the same West Hollywood complex as Don <laughs> Uh She also said that she thought he was stalking her, cyber-stalking her, and she would give people free services at her salon if you harassed him. But here's the oh, thing. Oh, so
0: a Mexican gay – so, oh, G- Gabriel is a man.
1: Yeah, Gabriel Oh, uh, You said
0: Gabriel. I thought it was a, a
1: woman. Oh, I was just saying in Spanish. Let me tell you something. This woman works in West Hollywood as a hairstylist, and so in Los Angeles, this yeah. is the first Mexican gay guy she's run into. I feel when you work in the hair industry in LA, you the person, the people you run into the most are gay Mexican guys.
0: Yeah, seriously. I, and she works in like she is a supposedly a beautician of the stars. Like she has to run into a lot of gays in that business. I think that the whole it doesn't say that she like hates Mexican people or that she hates gay people. It says that she wants a Mexican gay dead, so she turned to the suprem- white supremacist oh, group because they would be able to commit. You're right?
1: right. You're right. That's exactly what it is. She didn't care that he was gay or Mexican. She just she cared wanted, that he was yeah, in her
0: yeah her neighborhood.
1: Oh, so she went to them thinking that I love how even white supremacists were scared by this bitch. They're like, um, this crazy bitch just wanted me to kill somebody.
0: Can you imagine the phone call? They're like, wait, Don DeLuise? She's like, no, 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 no. And they're like, the real Don DeLuise?
1: Yeah, I want you to kill my friend Gene Wilder. Wait, (laughs) the actor? No, J-E-A-N, Wilder.
0: (laughs) Is Don DeLuise alive still?
1: No, he's dead. Oh, I saw him at the Magic Castle once.
0: After he died?
1: Yes, it was a great magic show. (laughs) No, it was before he died. He was with... um, some chick from Laughing, I can't remember her name. One of the – like, oh, Goldie Hawn? No, Haan? no. Uh, Ruth Buzzy. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Goldie Haan would have been better. No. I would have – So, yeah.
0: what do you got going on next week? I know on Wednesday, everybody, we're doing a live show on pride48.com. And what time are we doing that at, Joey? Uh, well,
1: What time do you get home from work?
0: Um, I'm in Orlando. Oh. Um. I'm going to be broadcasting live from Orlando.
1: You be broadcasting live from Orlando well, we uh Adam said we have the whole night, so do you want to do it like and I know people complain they can't see our show they can't listen to our show because it's too early I think um
0: I think whatever time we should pick, we should stick to that no. time right now the first Wednesday of every month will be this time you just pick right now
1: I'm gonna say then to make it safe for you when you're back at home why don't we say nine p m eastern six p m Pacific?
0: Okay, so 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on pride48.com. Join the chat room. It'll be a lot of fun. We're going to record a mini-episode, and then we will also stick around and do the After Dark. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. What else do you got going on?
1: Well, um, Friday, It I don't want to say what's happening, but it rhymes with... Da, 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 da. <laughs> and basically a whole birthday. Well... On Saturday, we're celebrating my cousin's birthday. Because, you know, Richard is only a week younger than me. Oh. uh But he's going out of town Monday for his birthday. So um, we're celebrating it on Saturday. Cool. And which, by the way, do we need to talk about how we're having a big party? I'm I'm having a big party on Friday, which I've been planning and planning and planning. And the next day, I'm making the main dish for Richard's party.
0: I'm sure that you offered up your services, though. So that's on you.
1: And then Sunday, I'm getting together with some friends for my birthday.
0: Sweet. Um, I am going to Orlando tomorrow morning. So I'm actually, like, preparing right now. I'm finishing up packing. I have almost $4,000 worth of printed material that I'm picking up at the printer. It's a nightmare. But uh, that's happening. Um, a huge event on uh, Wednesday and then after that in Orlando, it's going to be pretty relaxed, like hopefully a lot of pool time and relaxing and just networking with friends. Um, I'm also going to be meeting up with Taylor, the latte boy and Babalu from Pot is My Co-Pilot uh, podcast. So that's going to happen. I'm actually really excited because I've never met And you're going to meet up with my boyfriend. friend Carlos. Uh, oh, yeah. And that's on the thing. He just needs to contact me on Grinder. I'll let him know. Okay. Uh, I'm the nerdy white guy with glasses.
1: Will you really be on Grindr in Orlando? Probably we'll open it, just be out of boredom. Well, there's a ton of gay guys in Orlando.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a Disney resort. I'm not even joking,
1: Mike. I'm not even joking. Carlos is basically like the gay mayor of Orlando. Okay. I'm going to call him right now so we get the phone and tell him he has to hang out with you. What day are you free? No no days. Thursday. Perfect.
0: All right, Joey, it was nice catching up with you.
1: I like to eat pizza. (laughs) Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. Follow us on Twitter at cu podcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Um, yeah, I mean, it, um, uh, um um um, uh g- um, 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 um,